0: Hi, and welcome to this short episode of Sticky Note Marketing. I'm coming at you today with a miniature episode because I just got off a training that really inspired me. I got some great questions all about how to create a repeatable marketing system, and I want to share them with you now. So get that pen and that sticky note ready. So if we haven't met before, I'm Mary Zarnecki. I am a marketing strategist. I am a speaker. I work with executives as well as entrepreneurs. And today I want to share with you a couple of the keys that I shared during this long workshop in a mini format here in our workshop today. So today I am addressing a key problem. I hear from a lot of either business leaders and corporations and enterprises, as well as small local business owners, that they feel like they're being pulled back and forth, bouncing between these different marketing tactics, keeping themselves up at night, asking questions like, oh, well, how do I use TikTok? Or should I be testing my email subject lines? And what can I actually do to get out of this feast or famine cycle where I don't know if I'm really going to be hitting those marketing objectives, if I'm really going to be creating consistent revenue and hitting those sales goals that I've set for myself. If that's you, then tune in because this is going to be your quick hit on how to make this happen for you. So what I want to walk you through are the three keys that I went into detail in in my workshop today, but Just, you can get started with, with just the information I'm going to give you here today. So the first thing I hear is that, well, Mary, my marketing is just not working. People just aren't listening. I can't get in front of the right audience. And my big question is, well, is it that you're not getting in front of the right audience? Or is that you're not saying something that is going to pique their curiosity? The first question I ask is that curiosity question, because that's where relationships start. Whether you're trying to get someone interested in you romantically or whether you're trying to get a customer to buy from you, you need to get them to be curious. They want to know more. We want them to ask us for more information. How do they get to know us better? So we need to create that curiosity. So my question is, well, if you're in front of any kind of audience, what is it that you're saying to them? And are you talking more about you or are you talking about them? All right. So what do I mean by that? Let's just take, for example, a website. When you go to your website, what is the first impression? Is it a big story about you and how your business and your brand has been around since 832 BC? Or you have all these accolades or all these awards Or is the first thing that your audience is met with is a reflection of what their current problem is, the problem that they're coming to your website to see if you can solve for them or that you can provide a solution to. So what are you seeing? Are you seeing something that's about you or about them? So if we're going to create curiosity, we want to start with them. What is the problem that they're facing? So this goes the same way, whether you are having it on a website or having it in a sales conversation, if you are opening a sales introduction or opening a introduction to what it is that you do, just talking about you and your history and your business and your accolades, then you are missing out on making that initial connection and getting them to react and say, oh, wow, I was just thinking that, or I know of someone who is in that exact same situation tell me more. Okay. What is it that you do? We want that reaction. Okay. So the second thing is after we create curiosity, we want to capture them, even if they are not a now buyer. What do I mean by that? We want to capture that not now crowd that might be ready later. It may just not be the right time. It may be that they're busy with something else but we do not want to waste all that effort we put into creating curiosity. So how do we actually capture that not now crowd and put them into some kind of nurture hub or nurture stream so that you can continue the conversation so that when they are ready, you're the obvious choice. Now, this works for products. It works for services. It works for whether you're a service provider or a product seller. The idea here is that we want to somehow invite them into something where you can continue the conversation. For a lot of people, that looks like something like a value exchange of information for contact information. So we are going to give them some kind of information or guide, or maybe it's even a coupon or a freebie, whatever makes sense for your business, but we are going to give them something of value, not a sales pitch. This is a big mistake I see even smart marketers making is they consider that the thing that I'm going to sell you, or I'm going to not even sell you in this case, it's free, but I'm going to give you is really just a sales piece We don't want that. We want this thing that we are going to give them actually delivering value because what they're giving us, their contact information is valuable to them. So that allows us to basically get that contact information so we can continue the conversation. So if they're not ready now and we don't get that contact information, we lose them. And if we assume, oh, well, they'll find us again when they're ready. No, they won't because someone else will have captured them. Someone else will be continuing the conversation with them and we will lose them to your competition. So what we want to do is capture that information so you can continue the conversation and nurture them until they're ready to say yes. Now, last but not least, the third part of this is going to make sure that you have those elements in your marketing system that are going to remove the risk so that they commit, right? We want to remove anything that is keeping them from saying yes to you. If we want to accelerate that not now crowd to the ready to commit crowd, then we can remove those obstacles in their way, move them through that buyer's journey. One way to do that is in however you've captured their information, continue to send out information that starts to knock down those most common Objections that you're hearing to the yes, whether that's a sales email, whether that is a DM series, but whatever it is we're sending them, we are preemptively addressing those questions that they are having in their mind. So as they're moving from being aware that you exist to considering that you might be the solution to actually moving to the point of, do I actually say yes? Do I convert? Do I purchase? Do I make the appointment? Do I decide to work with this individual? As we're moving through that, they're going to pop up these comments, these questions, these objections that you've probably heard before. So just answer them, get them out of the way so that you become the most obvious choice and the undeniable choice that they wanna say yes to. That can look like a frequently asked questions email. That can look like social proof or testimonials that you're posting on social media. All of these things help to remove the risk. What do I mean by removing the risk? They want to make sure that they're not gonna regret their decision. So how do you help them feel confident? How do you help them feel like this isn't going to be a regret, that they're not going to have buyer's remorse? So that social proof lets them kind of borrow the experience that others have had with you so that they can step into their shoes and say, oh, okay, well, that person kind of looks like me and they have this kind of experience. So that's kind of what my experience would expect it to be. Okay, that feels good to me. So that moves them one step closer to the yes. So- Today, I shared with you three key things that you need to think about when you are trying to feel confident in your marketing, instead of getting pulled back and forth, feeling like a poor little starfish in a tide pool. Look at your marketing. Are you creating curiosity? Are you casting the net and actually bringing people in, in a way that starts with them, not you? Are you highlighting those problems that you address and helping people see that, oh, they get me, they understand me? Or are you too busy talking about you and your special sauce for them to even see themselves in your marketing? Number two, are you having opportunities in your marketing to capture the not now crowd? If they're not now buyers, then it doesn't mean they don't have value. It means that they're just not ready yet. So is there a way for you to continue the conversation in a way that adds value, that elevates you as the expert, as the authority, as the undeniable choice when they are ready? And last but not least, are you removing the risk? Are you knocking down all those objections before they get to the decision, before they get to that point where you're asking them to commit, to say yes, to click now to buy? Are you knocking those down through social proof, Frequently asked questions, or other ways where you can remove the barriers from that buying process. All right. If you have questions about anything that we covered today, I invite you to engage with us over on our website. We'll drop the links below. I'm Mary Zarnecki. I am your resource for what's working now in marketing. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Sticky Note Marketing.